welcome to the Apostles Corner, where we discover the truth and we become the living proof. Hi, my name is Brian A. Harris. I'm your podcast host. And today I have with me the wonderful, the beautiful Dr. Kimberly R. Harris as my co-host. Hey, hey. Thank you all for subscribing uh, to the Apostles Corner. I say that all the time. I really appreciate all of you who subscribe to this podcast. I think it is an absolutely wonderful podcast for anyone who is seeking to grow and to become uh, who God has called them to be and uh, and who God created you to be, just living life full of purpose. Uh, and this season we're talking about life goals. This is season two. And uh, I always love it when Dr. Kim come on because Dr. Kim, uh, we bounce. I mean, you know, being married to your co-host, it just makes things fire yeah. to me. Because we get favorite. to bring our, I am you are my favorite, <laughs> and and you get to you know we get to bring our real life conversations to the world, and that's what excites me. Because I mean, if people just knew what we talked about all the time, like this is nothing. Just hit the record button and just just go with it. You know what I'm saying? Like if we hit the record button on most of our our, our conversations, like we would have podcasts for the next 25 years. Like some, some of them people aren't ready. <laughs> they're not ready for it. That, that's true. But it still doesn't mean it's not <laughs> just because people are not ready doesn't mean things. I think it would be great. I think it would be great. Absolutely. So we're in episode seven. We're talking about relationships today. Oh, man. You know, every time I get ready to talk about relationships, the number one thing that most people's minds always go to is male and female relationships or some type of uh, platonic, you know, or what do you mean? Uh, you romantic know, relationships. Romantic relationships, yeah. And so uh, everybody always want to talk about that, and that's fine. But relationships is so much broader. Now, although it, cl- it includes male and female, you know, because those are only, you know, human creatures that exist on the earth, um, they're definitely not, not, it's not limited to just a male and a female relationship or like you said, romantic relationships. And so today we're going to do three things today and we're going to come, this is going to be, we're going to end the whole series like this. This is seven. So we actually have four more podcast to do before this to end this series i'm getting ready to start my you know masters of divinity and all that so i need to like you know quit and, <laughs> and get my roots and all that but 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 watch this so so uh we're talking about relationships so we're gonna do we're gonna do three things today and that's we're gonna define relationships we're gonna talk about the necessary ingredients for relationships and then we're gonna talk about the need for relationships because I think sometimes we don't think that we need relationships um, and we're going to dig into that because I, I probably got some I might you might become my counselor before the, <laughs> the, no, the podcast is over <laughs> Did not sign up. before the podcast is over so yeah you know just get ready you know put on your you know um, Masters of Divinity hat that you already possess, you know, to help somebody like me that's in <laughs> relational turmoil. <laughs> turmoil. Wow. So for me, for me, Dr. Kimberly Harris, R. Rochelle Harris. My God. Relationships, according to Webster Dictionary, mm-hmm. is defined the state <laughs> of being related or interrelated. The relation connecting to binding participants in a part, in a relationship such as kinship, 
a specific instance or type of kinship, a state of affairs existing between those having relations or dealings, and a romantic or passionate attachment. So that's what, you know, Webster's defined. What did you get? Right. Um, so I looked up to um, just to have a, a basis to go on, and it's basically the same thing. I don't think I was looking at Webster's, but it said the way in which two or more people or groups are um, or objects or concepts are connected. And then another one said um, the way in which two or more people or groups regard or behave toward one another. Wow. Um, and I thought that one was interesting because that is interesting. It, it increases the dynamic of relationships when it's not just because um, I may be connected to someone um, as, you know, a friend, but may, I may regard them as a, a brother. Um, right. Or I may, you know what I'm saying? So you can yep. be connected, not connected necessarily through DNA, but you may be, you may regard someone that you're not necessarily, you know, have a physiological kinship with, and but you regard them in that way. And a lot of times um, relationships are more about, we give more um, precedence sometimes than we should to certain relationships because of the connection that was made for us rather than the connection wow. that we make. Wow. And so re- how you regard it or behave That's toward good. one another Ooh. is how you make that connection in relationship Man. and not necessarily what was, because you can't pick your Can, family, yeah. your, your lineage and who you came from. Yeah. Um, but you can choose how you relate to them yeah. and how you regard them. So, so, so the thing that just came to my mind, and this is the first challenge probably for most of our listeners and watchers, those that's viewing on YouTube, the question is now, is blood thicker than water? You know, that's a, that's a statement. I know you probably weren't ready for that. I would, it's just, I mean, I actually, I, I, this was my thought processes, you know, as I was meditating on this a couple of weeks ago, getting ready for it but i started thinking about this is blood really thicker than water if blood is thicker than water then why are some blood relationships or physiological is that how you said that Mm -hmm. (laughs) physiological uh relationships so uh you know i want to use the word distorted or maybe uh non-existence people with your blood in them supposed to be family since blood is thicker than water, then why does it seem like to me, for me, and you know my life, mm-hmm. why does it seem like the water relationships are closer? Because really, blood, I don't even know who came up with that terminology, but really the blood and the water, you determine, really. Um, for me, the the blood is not necessarily the blood that's running through my veins and the water is not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the blood metaphorically is the connection that you choose to make. So even in families, you choose to make certain connections Mm -hmm. and because let me back up a little bit. So relationships can be a lot of different things. Like you said, I think you listed a lot of them, you know, family relationships, marriage relationships, friendships. Um, You can have business and professional relationships Um, and relationships can be, good or bad they can be unhealthy or healthy they can be prosperous or unprosperous you Mm. know what i'm saying relationships can be godly or ungodly they can be a lot of different things but we choose 
um, in our families, it's it's like the, and I know you've probably studied this in psychology, the concept of nature versus nurture, oh, yeah, um, where they've yeah. done these studies on, yeah. um, especially with like twin studies, and mm-hmm. they put them in different families, different environments, you know, like orphans who were adopted or whatever by two different families, and they, it's about how they are developed, how you are treated, how you are entreated, how you are, you know what I'm saying? And so we do yeah. that in families. It doesn't necessarily, you have to cultivate yeah. the, blood the blood for it to be blood. That's good. You know what I'm saying? It's not just because I share DNA with you that that blood is thick. It's the bond of relationship that yeah. I have with you wow. is thicker over here than this weaker bond or water relationship that I have with somebody over here. That's the way I look at it because yeah. DNA does not necessarily, it's not the end all be all. I, I share DNA with people. I mean, you share DNA with people that you don't even know. And so you're not necessarily going to meet them for the first time because you did Ancestry.com or 23andMe and then have this super close bond of relationship that's going to be more connected than someone like my best friend who I've known since I was four years old. Right, right. That's not going to happen. Right. We've built the blood relationship even though we don't share DNA. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, that's... That's how I take because a lot of people feel guilty because they have a better relationship with someone who doesn't share the same blood. Then and then they feel like, well, if I can treat them like this, then maybe I should try to, you know, go fix whatever. And I think relationships that are messed up should be fixed if they can be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you still may not be able to have the type of relationship right. with the person because it. I mean, you know. Well, I'll get into the ingredients in a little while, uh, and I'll leave that long. But you know, I just think like I have, I have, uh, you know, a, a friend. I'm gonna shout him out, Jonathan Ford. You know, I I don't have blood brothers. I, I'm the only boy out of out of four kids. Mm-hmm. So any brother that I have now, there were some people that was trying to be imposed <laughs> on me <laughs> as brothers. I didn't have nothing to do with them, and they really didn't have anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. They were just present in the house and it was a great little you know smoke screen to you know cover up what was really who really had the relationship with them and that's the thing about relationships relationships can't be when you try to force a relationship that's when you get a lot of the dysfunction and the turmoil and yeah you know even you know with us being pastors and being just you know believers and christians and and part of the body of christ you have to even that the blood of jesus christ is is powerful enough to bind us all together to make Mm -hmm. us family but we still have to because we now have his dna but we still have to cultivate we have a responsibility to cultivate those relationships because they will not be automatic just because i'm a believer and the next person is a believer if we don't cultivate those relationships i can love them because Mm -hmm. you know because i'm supposed to love everyone even my enemies right i can love them but it does not and we have a relationship of sorts yeah because we're connected by him right but we don't have that we don't have that thick relationship yeah. Yeah. you know what i'm saying it's more watery yeah even though we're connected by the blood of jesus christ yeah i, th- I think relationships like you said that's made that, that makes perfect sense i like that it goes along with my thought process so definitely it agrees with okay. me emotionally <laughs> not that i'm trying to be selfish because you know i want the right relationships and i want to have the right understanding and i want to have the right definition of and that i mean this podcast would be nothing in my opinion if it just went in the direction of what i thought mm-hmm. and how i feel which is why i have 
another person here to challenge even what I say because I need somebody else. Uh, and that's the good part about our relationship. And I said this on Sunday when I preach, you and I don't think nothing alike. Yet we have this common bond. We have a strong bond. We have conversations where you on one side of the table, I'm on the other side of the table, and we're both agreeing with our side. Uh, most time you usually win because you have more evidence <laughs> to present. And you have this, you know, these all these, you know, this intellectual stuff that just pops off of your brain. And so I really just let you win, whether you're right or not, because I don't have anything else to, <laughs> to, challenge, to challenge what you say. You know, so, okay, you're right, whatever. I'm not looking this up. This is it. This, okay, that's it. You win, you know. But you should at, look it up sometime. I'm not looking it I'm up. I'm still going to be right. Uh, well, I'm not looking it up. I'm just, I, I'd rather, you know, think that you was wrong, and I let you be right. And then I just rather than be right to yourself. That I was actually <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm not doing it. I'm a man. I, I do have an ego, so <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. So, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so so relationships are 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 you know, I think the thing that you helped me with a, a long time ago when it comes to defining the the word relationship uh, is. Is, is really, and this statement just took me, and it was so much wisdom in it, and you were saying it to me for years because I just couldn't understand why I couldn't maintain healthy relationships, especially with men, with males. And so, uh, you know, uh, and it, it just bothered me with, you know, mentors or so-called spiritual fathers or whatever you may want to call it, I just or brothers, you know, I didn't understand why only a, a, a hand or a finger, few, few fingers, few of, of, of people that out of all the people that I know have actually proven to be a, a, in a true relationship with me. And one, I think it's because I was trying to define all of my late relationships and put all of the relationships into the same little pot right. and make everybody be everything to me yeah. or for me like this person or that person was right. and you had to teach me and and this phrase blessed me and it still does to this day and it takes some adjusting to still because the, the phrase have to be applied to every person that is not you know <laughs> who i need them to be you know what i'm saying and uh and so and that is take every relationship for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. That was one of the most powerful revelations that I've ever received in my life. Take every relationship for what it's worth. You cannot make someone be for you or to you right. what you need them to be. Either they have the capacity to be that or they don't. Yeah. Or maybe God has never called them to be to that. Be that yeah. And maybe you just think that they have it, the it thing that you need, and they really don't have it or they have it and God is not asking them to give it to you. Right. You know, you may see them give it to everybody, but God may not tell them to give it give to you. Right. So so you you have to you have to take every relationship for what it's worth because a lot of people really think they don't and I'm we'll get into it in a minute. People don't think they need relationships because of how relationships do them. But I think and what what I got out of that after years of you telling me that is that it wasn't the people that were disappointing me. It was my expectations in right. the people. 
That would just that's why I share that information with anybody today. To this day, I tell them you're you're not being hurt by love. You're not being hurt by people necessarily. You're being hurt by your expectations yeah. of people. You you how you gonna take frail humanity and put them in your box when they too are selfish, just like you. Right. You're trying to build selfish. You're trying to selfishly build and create a group of people to be for you yeah, what like you that. want them to be. Yeah. That it's not even possible for people to ever be that. Right. Not even people in your family. You see what I'm saying? And yep. and, and 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 then you get disappointed, you get heartbroken because they won't bow to your, you know, list, which I have them today. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody wanna be my friend, uh, listen to my uh-huh. list and then you send me an email or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. No. Or comment on this YouTube. Send the emails to me, please, because no. So, 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 you know, uh, anyway, so, anyway, but, yeah, but, but at the end of the day, you know, um, that's something that I still have to process with each person. You know, we all but, do. Yeah. Because we're ever learning. Nobody is perfect at relationships because every relationship with every person that you come into contact with and try to build any type of relationship is going to be unique and different in some way from other relationships that you've had. And even though we bring our experiences from other relationships, shape our perspective and how we move and operate in the present, you know, relationship, the new relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't, we have to be careful not to let those things completely define for us. Yeah. And if this person doesn't fit into the parameters of yeah. my perception of what yep. they should be, my perception, then um, <laughs> this isn't the relationship for me. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is a person that you've never met before yes. who were raised by people that you don't know that had different set of situations and circumstances and things that added to their life. Come that's on. different from your friend over here yeah. who was raised by a completely different set of people. Yeah different circumstances, situations, and parameters that they've had and have had different encounters throughout their life. There are so many things that we pick up from everywhere throughout our lives. There are no, just like our fingerprints, there are no two fingerprints alike. There are no two people who are going to be alike enough in their experiences for you to be able to have such a rigidly defined perception of how they should be in relationship with you. You cannot do that or you will ruin potentially good relationships Relationships. off the bat before you even get started. My God, Because I'm looking at you and I'm saying, you know, you grew up in church and that person grew up in church and you grew up Kojic and they grew up so you should be able to connect with me like they connect with me. You know, you had a two-parent household and they had a two-parent I don't care. They might have had two crazy parents and they might have had two, <laughs> you know, you know, reasonably sane parents. Yeah, yeah. They might, you don't know because something may look yeah. or appear to be similar enough. Mm-hmm. Those individuals' life experiences and thoughts and their own perceptions and the things that have shaped them and their relationships outside of how they grew up, all of those things, there are millions and millions of factors that come into play in relationships, which is why in every relationship we are, you can have the basics of your expectations and they're going to come in with the basics of of their expectations. And that's fair. And then you got to work that thing together and you can't work it out with this person the same as you're going to work it out with that person because that's a different set of circumstances situation parameters so you have to be open and wise at the same time 
in every single encounter and potential relationship that you have in so, this life. So here's what's interesting. There was one word that stood out to me when you said this person was raised by this person. They have their long life experiences and all this. Then this other person been raised by another set of people. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that, that, that the challenging word that comes out of that statement for me and that comparison is the word values. If, if they was raised by a group of people who value one thing mm-hmm. and this group of people, they raising somebody else to value maybe, maybe something similar, but they got, they're going to have some different values about something. Different ways of thinking because right. of how they, because how they raised. was raised. Yeah. The people who raised this person. Yeah might have similar values, but they were raised by mm-hmm. people who may not have been, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. they can have no, something that it. connects, but something that there's always going to be extraneous variables yeah. that we can't account for because there's so many, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we can create this, this perception inside of our heads. And I tell people this all the time, you can create the perfect scenario inside your head based on the parameters that you have set forth. I want this, 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 and this in a relationship. Yep. yep. And it, it works out beautifully in, in your, your head. head. Yeah. Because in your head, <laughs> you get to control how Ooh. everything works out. You yep. get to control your response and the other person's yep. response. In your head, they're going to respond in the way that you, you expect them yes, to. Absolutely. Well, when you bring those thoughts out of your head and into yep. the real world, yep. connect with somebody who isn't inside your head, right. who's not conformed to your thought process, right. who does not have any, you know, you're committed to you and your thoughts and your way because it's, it's you win inside yeah. your head. In your you head, win you every win time. every time. Well, in the and other they agree head, with you every time. Every time. In your head. You agree with you. And so in your head yeah. scenario, they agree with you. Yeah. Well, that's not realistic. When you bring that outside, into the real world <laughs> that isn't a vacuum yep. and where you don't control all of the variables that yep. you've now added by bringing it out into the real world. Mm-hmm. It's like now you're disappointed. Now they disappoint. No, they didn't disappoint yeah. you. Come on. You disappointed. You disappointed. Because you, you already had them, yep. <laughs> you know, doing what you wanted them to in your head. And then it's the moment that they don't you, because the same way it works for you and the expectations you have for them, you would not want, I would not want somebody to have created this Kimberly that they expect inside their head. Yeah. And then the moment I disappoint them because they didn't give me the chance right. to be me, they created right. this wow. me inside yeah. their head. That's not fair. Yeah. I'm going to want them to get to know me and let me, you know, develop in this relationship along with them as a human being, I'm yeah. not, this is not a simulation. It's not Sims. It's yeah. not, it's not any, it's not a video game. It's not none Sims. of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, you don't get to make your own yeah. characters yeah. and then in the real world, have them operate the way that you would wow. have them to. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Sims. We, yeah. We, we heard y'all it remember feelings. Sims. I know y'all remember Sims. Sims. Yeah. We heard it Create we heard your own feelings. characters and then tell them what to do. Yeah, we're not doing that here. In wow. Real, in the real world. In the real world. Yeah, because God created Because that's life goals. Life, yeah. goals is, life goals is to meet real people in right. a real world to do real life with. Yes. Well, again, you, you're going to have to compromise many of the things and the thoughts 
and whatever it is that you're imagining. I know you want to do Ephesians 3.20 on this, you know, that God is able to do it. Yeah, God God is able to do it, but you can't make yeah. people do it. Right. People are not going to be, God's not going to take away somebody's identity and true character away from, matter of fact, I think one of the things that is good for many people is to discover what people's true character is. Right. Because that may be the determining factor of whether how close they get to be to you. Right. Because sometimes people like, you know, I was thinking about what you were saying while ago, uh, but the, the a while ago, but 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 the thing is, is that um, the thought the thought that I had was many people pursue others because of those thoughts in their head. They right. think if I can get close enough, and I can talk long enough, mm-hmm. and convince them enough that you know that I'm good for them, then eventually I can I can get them to bring down their walls if I think they have any. Mm-hmm. And then I can get them to conform into who I need them to be. Right. If I can let them know how much they'll benefit from me being in their life and how much I'll be humbly serving them or loving <laughs> them or whatever, then eventually I can get out of them what I want. But yeah. then when the people, like you said, do not respond to them the, right, the way they have it you know, resolved in their head or they mm-hmm. hear the response or they see the smile and, if they, and, and somebody responds differently. Right. Now you're disappointed, but it never was them that hurt you. Right. It was you that hurt you. Yeah. Because like you and said, you want to see them. Other people based on them not meeting the character that, that they created for them in their head mm-hmm. because now I mean because I told you no but in my in your head I already had told you yes yeah. but you hadn't asked me yet my god but now I mean because <laughs> I but I have a choice if you ask me a question then I have a choice to say yes yeah. or no yeah but now I mean because I said no when you had already said yes for me in, in your, your head. head. God. I didn't say yes. You took my choice away in your head. And now I mean because Ooh. I didn't conform to something that I didn't even realize was in your head. Wow. And think about how vanilla the the world would be for you if everybody conformed to what was in your head. Because sometimes people are so much better as themselves and in the outside, on the outside of our heads, <laughs> than, the, than they are when we create wow. who they are in our heads. Because we're limited. Because somebody can have so much greater experiences and things in life that you don't know about that they can bring to the table that's going to be so much better than the, than the person that you've created for them inside your head. Wow. wow. Inside your head, they're just, they, they, their only experiences come from you because. All, that's all you have to pull from. Yes. But on the outside, they're bringing all of the experiences that they really have that could truly benefit you on a level that you can't fathom because you've not been there. And we limit ourselves in relationships sometimes because we just want people to fit into this little box, yeah. these parameters that make me comfortable. You wow. need people who will bring you out of that comfort zone. Yes. Of your own thinking yes. and your own perceptions, because sometimes our perceptions are wrong, but we're never going to tell ourselves we're wrong. And it's easy for us when we are in our head to tell ourselves how great and how wonderful we are. I think one of the reasons and why how much we of like an to, asset we are to other people. Other people, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like you know, uh, oh my God, I think that's why so many people develop more strongholds. Then they do relationships because yes. when they enter into a relationship 
with the hit hero syndrome. Hey, look, I came to save you. Hey, I came to do this for you. Hey, I came to be this for you. Mm-hmm. And listen, I promise you, I've been watching. I watch. No, you you've been trying to figure out what 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 hole is in their life. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out where are they desperate at, and what need can you meet so you can feel good about doing something for other people because right. you really you really feel insignificant and about insufficient really within you. yourself. To yeah, make you feel good it's, about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It's not true altruism. You it's not true relationship. It's, it's it's I am. I gotta find a way to because people honestly, it's like it's not this not build a bear. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like build a friend. <laughs> I can make you better. I can right. I can build you. I can and and people do even though we're not specifically talking about romantic relationships people do that with romantic relationships and they think well i'm the i'm the person that can make them better you see that they've been this person in every relationship every romantic relationship that they've had as long as you've known them but for whatever reason you want your your shot at it because you think that you are so you think so highly of yourself and that you can create this person on the outside to be this person that you have fashioned in your mind for them to be. Yeah. I can, if I love them enough, you cannot love them enough. You cannot, yeah. you know, be wonderful enough to them. You cannot do manipulate them enough to right. change into the person that you have inside your head. Right. And that's why so many people again, end up in relationships that end up really being codependent and, and strongholds. Like they just, strongholds. the entire relationship started out dysfunctionally. Right, because you're in a relationship with somebody that doesn't exist. Right, you're in a relationship with the person you created in, in your, your head. head. Come on, but in real life, you're in a person in a relationship with the person who is here, who is nothing like the person that's in your head. And maybe, maybe here's the problem. So maybe, like, okay, the person with the hero hero syndrome wants to wants to get close enough to the person to be something for them. Well, the person you're helping is a broken person. Maybe the person you really see that's hurt, maybe they really hurt. Maybe they are in a situation, but maybe that's not who that person is. You want to connect with some with broken people mm-hmm. because you feel like the only kind of relationship you can have with people is if they're broken. And well, here's the problem. You're broken. If, if, well, well, watch this. <laughs> if you do somehow manage by the grace of God to help the individual, then you're going to help the individual out of their brokenness. Well, guess what's going to happen? That person is not going to need you to fix them anymore. So now what's going to happen to the relationship when you can no longer fix them? When they start, when you find out how intelligent they are, when you find out how, how, how spiritual they are, when you find out how much word they have and how much help and what a resource they can be, Mm -hmm. what happens when now you feel like the person that you have come into the relationship to save them and rescue them now become the person who can rescue others now you see what i'm saying maybe they were just having a moment maybe they was having a moment you know yeah maybe this doesn't maybe what they were going through didn't necessarily define who they were Were. you tried to connect with them on their circumstance their present circumstance that you could see yeah thinking that it was and then and that's how a lot of people end up 
feeling like somebody did them wrong when they really were just being themselves yeah. and they were just coming out of a having a moment mm-hmm. you can't keep me in my moment forever to just keep you wow. feeling good about your about ability yourself. because if you if that's all you have to sow into the relationship yeah. then that's going to turn around and make you insecure yes. in the same relationship with a person who could be perfectly wonderful yes. you help them come out of that moment yep. and now you get to enjoy the part person who they really are but you can't enjoy that because you need them to have something wrong, wrong. because yeah. now you feel insecure because that's all you felt like you could bring to the table well here's the problem well well here's the here's the problem you take the person that's broken you you help them solve their issue because some people really are good at it they make a whole life out of it now instead of you respecting and honoring who the person has become who has God so graciously used you to be a blessing to and help them out of whatever you've helped them out of. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for y'all to start walking together. Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they be in agreement? Yeah. Now the person that you once felt compassion for, you now feel threatened by. Mm-hmm. Because the person, when you found them in their ashes, and, 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 and you know, after that life has been burned up, after life has, 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 has done a number on them, has now been restored to the intellectual, to the beautiful, to the wise, to the spiritual, to the, uh, the knowledgeable, to the attractive individual that God has called them to be. And now you feel like this person is, you know, I was there when they was down. How they going to act like they somebody now? Because the whole goal was for you to come into their life. If you really came to help, Right. <laughs> the goal was for you to come into their life, help them get better, help them to become everything that God called them to be so they can live to their full potential so that you can walk together with this individual. Right. Not so you can always make them feel like they got to look up to you. Right. And the thing we have to be careful of is thinking more highly of ourselves, of ourselves than we are because I don't care who you are. You do not yeah. have, we're all human. We are all fallible. Yep. We nobody has the ability to make another person. Yeah. You are supposed to contribute in some way yep. to people's lives in whatever way God has for you to contribute to their lives. But there's no one person that God is going to assign to someone who can meet everything, every need, every standard, every who can contribute everything that person needs to make them. And that's the problem that I have encountered with people is that people feel like if they contribute in one area of your life. Oh, I made you. You didn't make me. Come on. God made me. Come on. And whatever part he chose for you to play, you still don't get the credit. Right. Because God put you in a position... If I was if I was in need of something to eat and you gave me something to eat, you didn't make me because now I'm on my feet and I can feed myself right. because on. you made a contribution. Man. People have to get out of the mindset that you made anybody. Right. You didn't make them. I don't care how much or how little you contributed to their life. You didn't make them yeah. because you are you do not have the ability or the capacity to make anyone. I don't care how much you contributed. Yeah. If they, if they were in a low place when you met them and they're doing great now after the contributions that you made to their life, thank God for it. Yeah. Hopefully you can continue in relationship. But only if you are able to handle acknowledging that they don't have to treat you like you made them. Right. Because you didn't. And I hate when that happens. You didn't make. You, I hate you when didn't. that happens. I hate when they think that you think because you're on your feet that 
they, they try to make you feel like you owe them oh, something. Yeah. Like yeah. you, I owe you now because yeah, because you wouldn't but I be thought, who you are, right? If it wasn't for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, God would have brought somebody else. Yeah, He would have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, He would have. Like, you're not that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's we're God's all, provision. Yeah, you just one of the exactly. people that's in God's story for my life. Exactly. I'm gonna honor you for helping me. I'm gonna, uh, but right. I, I'm, I can't live the rest of my life to my. Oh, I remember because you know what? I probably don't want to remember. Right. That was a bad part of my life, and I don't. It doesn't. It hasn't. It doesn't have anything to have anything to do with me not respecting and honoring the fact that you helped me. It's just that that part of my life was just real ugly. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to talk about that. You know, I'm always going to be thankful when I see you, man. It's already going to trigger me just seeing you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I want to, let's build something new after this. Where is yeah. the relationship going to go after this? Is the relationship, do we have a destiny after my pain? you don't. Sometimes the relate, because relationships is how we regard <laughs> one. Sometimes you don't. That's good. Sometimes people are just coming, come into your life to connect with you. Because this is, this whole story is God's story. Yes. And sometimes people come and intersect with your life at different times for different reasons. And they're not everybody that you connect with is not going to carry forward with you in every area of your life. Right. And sometimes you just you have to recognize when a relationship in a certain way is not working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so and so <laughs> we think that, oh, every person that that we you know, we can't pick everything up along the way and and carry everything with us right. and gather every person and, and carry them all forward into our future because not every person was supposed to. You might have connected. It's just like when we're in school, we have relationships with our teacher. There may have been a teacher that affected your life tremendously and helped you to come out of your shell or to recognize what it was that you were good at or were supposed to do. It, it's not that you, you still have a... a your relationship with that teacher is a relationship in your past unless mm -hmm. you continue to have, you know, this bond and this, yeah. you know, move forward in a relationship. It yeah. doesn't mean they were insignificant because you don't now still talk to them every day or still. They had a purpose that they served in your life. Yes. You will always remember them. They will probably always remember you if yeah. you were a great student. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can yeah. remember every teacher I had from, yeah. from Head Start all the way through. Right. You know, not college because it was too many and too, too much and not a, you know, yeah, I didn't like we, all that. we know, we but know you don't you have to boast. In I mean, I'm just saying you, it was <laughs> it was too many that yeah, were you don't you have to, to boast me. in all the people that you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> but at the same time, there were people who connect who I connected with. I will always remember their name because I will remember how they got me from one point to the next point, or from being stuck in a place to realizing, okay, you can really do this. But I don't talk to them. I don't. We don't. We're not friends you know what i'm saying right we don't we don't move forward and and move even alongside each other in life anymore doesn't mean that what their contribution was was insignificant right but if i become the president of the united states I you know you in the next election I, I, my first grade teacher can't come back and take credit for yeah. making me yeah because you you know helped me yeah. learn how to read without the little god yeah in first grade yeah you know what i'm saying that's how ridiculous it is i don't owe you anything when we try to act like people owe us something because we made a contribution into their Cause life because the goal it's like it's like okay let's 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 look at the relationship between us and our daughter she's in her second year of you know you know schools uh you know sophomore nursing school 
And she just made a post about she remember when, you know, we, she had to eat the, the bread of the, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich and, and all this stuff and, you know, car getting repossessed. She cried and all of that. And then and she's like, I always thought, you know, when I got older, I had my own place and all that. And now she's thinking, thanking God because of the blessings that's come in our lives and look at her life and where she is and what God has done. And, and she gave all the glory to God. And then she honored us for being the parents that we are, taking the blessings that we have and making sure she even goes to the next level in her life, not knowing that. I didn't know she had a desire to have her own apartment. You know, that was a big deal to her. I didn't know that was a big deal to her. But, you know, obviously it was. And so she's going to got honor to God. I know parents will feel like, oh, we raising this daughter. She's doing amazing. She's a great kid. She's a great, wonderful daughter and all of this. And this is a sacrifice that we made. They'll go through the whole list of the things that they have done to raise their child and then turn around and make the child, when they get their success, make the child feel like that they owe them. Well, first of all, the yeah. child didn't ask for you for, to be here. Let's just put, that, mm -hmm. put it like that way. The child didn't ask to be here. The child didn't ask to have a mom and a daddy. The child didn't ask to have all of these challenges in life. The child didn't ask for any of these things. The, the stuff that the child is experiencing are things that children have to experience if they ever plan on getting on their feet, becoming who they need to become, fulfilling their dreams. College is a part of that in some people's lives and, and all of that. Well, it would be wrong after all of the sacrifices that we made to, to make Keanu's life work, it would be wrong for us to turn around when she get her own on her own and, 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 and can pay her own car note. God, I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> and, 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 and pay for her own bills. I can't wait for that to happen either. It, it would be wrong for me to say, you, you need to make sure that every time you get paid, you give me something. Right. Yeah. Or, or, or when you come into your wealth that you give me something. You, you got to take care of me now. You know, no, that, that she doesn't owe me anything for being a good father. You know what the payment for raising a, a great child is? Is watching them be able to live their life yeah. in a better place and maintaining a great, healthy relationship with your child without you getting jealous that their life may end up better than yours. Right. <laughs> right. That's the real pay that they actually become. What you've been raising them to be all of their life. Never that they owe you right. for the things that you've done. A children many, many times can have great parents and still be, you know, dishonorable to their child to their to their to their parents mm -hmm. rather. And the, the the even though that's wrong, it's still the child still has no obligation, no obligation to give back to the parents that gave to, to them, right? Their job is to go live their life mm -hmm. and to be yep. everything you have raised them to be. As long as they have become everything that you have created, them, that you raised them to be, and they're living their life responsibly, that, that is a huge thank you to the parents. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying and that they should in, disrespect them. Well, they shouldn't disrespect, but even in, in um, relation with children and their parents, it's the same thing that we just talked about a minute ago with 
Because in our heads, when we're raising our kids, we have a way that we want them to be. And we think because we're teaching them all these things and, they're, and we're giving, passing our values down to them, that these are also human beings with their own minds, wills, mm -hmm. and emotions. And we can't, as parents, be disappointed with life because our children don't live up to the person of them that we've created inside right. our heads also. Right. And so I think that... Um, for one, yes, no, our children don't owe us to, you know, now repay us for all the rent that they, you know, we pay. Yeah. Like, that's not their responsibility. It's not. You know what I'm saying? My daughter doesn't have to give me a dime. Right. You know. I don't want to ask me for them either, but. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, do your thing. But she don't have to give me <laughs> Well, she's in the asking stage. So well, I can't still, wait to she stop. <laughs> Ask, seek, and do not knock. You know, but sometimes our parents, you know, have a. You didn't tell me my thing was flipped up. Have a way it. that they want their children to turn out. And it's like, you can't. I think relationships get strained between parents and children when the parents see, oh, they have their own mind and, their own, and they, they aren't. You didn't turn out the way I wanted you to turn out. Well, it's not a cake mm -hmm. that you were baking. You know, um, it, it, it's a child that was entrusted into to our hands yeah. by God yes. to do the best that we could. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why any greatness that comes out of it, it really is attributed to God. It is. Because, I, I mean, I know that I've made plenty of parenting mistakes. And yeah, plenty me too. Of, you know what I'm saying? Missteps and just did not know what to do sometimes. Yeah. And it's just the grace of God that any child survives being raised by any other human being. Exactly. Really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so. Who many times have their own childhood traumas and difficulties and, and issues. And mindsets and, and belief systems and all of that. All of that. And who's to say that the way we think as parents is the absolute right way. And so if <laughs> our children don't pick up exactly and, and move forward exactly as we have, you know, instilled in them, it doesn't mean that they are wrong. Right. Because if we think about the relationships with our parents and everything that they wanted us to be, you know, I, I don't I don't see you embalming bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real. You fought. I just thought about that you when you said against, <laughs> You fought against it. Hard and heavy. I, I'm still fighting about it. I ain't, I ain't going. Exactly. So if my daughter says, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I, I want to go. You know. You know. Hopefully, she won't want to do anything crazy, like go be a Vegas dancer or anything. All right. Hope but, not. But <laughs> pray she don't. But if she doesn't it. want to be a nurse or doesn't want to be in the medical field, it's like okay, cool. I didn't have a career picked out for you. I didn't have a you know whatever pick. We have to. Know, we're doing the best we can. But those relationships. I'd rather have a good relationship with you yes. than to try to create the person that you're supposed to be. Yes. I can't create for you who you who are yeah. because I know I did I did not let my parents create parent create for me who I am. <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> so <laughs> at the end of the day, Woo! I have to remember that and there was nobody who could tell me to be you know and they could but it's like I'm still going to be whoever I want to be. Yeah. And we have to remember that that's the same way with our, with our children, yeah, with yeah, our spouses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's you know, I'm sure I, I would want you to be a little bit more quiet. You want me to swing from the, you know, 
ceiling fans. Don't say it like that. Cause, so, so first of all, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm just saying. No, we we got to we got to fix that though, cause we, we do have an audience and we don't know what they thinking. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. No, I don't want you to just. I don't want you just swinging. Let's let's, let's, let's fix what I'm what she's trying to say. She's basically saying I have ADHD. And so I'm I'm hyper. So basically, that's what she's saying. I don't, you know, we ain't got no stripper pose. And we ain't got, <laughs> but she's not an exotic dancer, nothing like that. Oh so I want to make sure this is fake. This is Christian podcasting, so we don't want to turn it. Into, I didn't take it there. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I'm a male, so you know, males thinks about sex oh, and sexual things sorry. a lot more than females. So I'm just making just sure that the com- the people to be more hype. All the time, right? Say that. Say I want like you to you, be more hype. You know, yeah. Don't say I want you up, swinging. When I wake up at yeah. three in the morning yeah. to go to the restroom and come back, you want me to yeah. be ready for a yeah, full no, on yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't, don't tell me you swinging. Sorry, though. I'm not just, swinging. <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's, that's just not. That's, no. Okay. We bad. don't want to do that. Yeah. My apologies, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Sorry. You probably would like for me to be a little bit more politically correct, also, at times. Yes. I'll try my best. Okay. Moving forward. All right, so relationships. So yeah, there <laughs> What did you have on your on your that you wanted to talk about specifically? I don't think we got to. I don't, I don't think we got to. So we got like 12 minutes. We got like okay. at least 12 minutes. So so I want to talk about for me ingredients for relationships. So what makes for you? Because for everybody relationships is different. So for me, this is what I need. These are needs that I have. I need love. I need trust. I need understanding. I need healthy communication. Mm-hmm. I need reciprocation. People don't understand. That's a law of relationships. The law of reciprocity. What you give, you get back. Um, or what someone else gives, you give to them. The law of reciprocity. Um I need you to be mature or I need to ex- I need to see developing maturity in you. I can deal with you not being all the way mature, but if I see you trying and giving the best shot at at, at, at you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. learning to apologize when you're when you're wrong, you know, or whatever the case may be, but just absolutely not caring at all and 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 willing to be immature and you just don't care how I feel, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's always going to be a problem. Uh, I need cooperation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's even when it comes down to the, my flaws. I need cooperation. I need you to, that's what understanding comes in. I need you to understand. I need you to understand. I'm working on it. I need you to help me work on it. I need you to, like if you if I have a problem with something, I need you to not, you know, play with that because I'm, I'm working on On one hand, you don't like it when, you know what I'm saying, when, I, when I'm struggling over here, but then you want to keep, you know, Cooperation, you know, I need it. We building finances. I need you to cooperation. If we building a dream, I need you cooperation. If we trying to go buy a house, cooperation. I need to go buy a car, cooperation. Uh, if we going to bed, you know, I, I don't want you sitting up all night playing on your phone. Go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to hear that dinging and all that. Cooperation, you know. That's your phone, actually. That dings all night. No, it does not. Nobody talks to me. Fairness. <laughs> 
I need fairness because something people just are unreasonable. Like it's just inhumane or unhuman. It's not human. You know, some requests are just you. You, you want somebody to become something that or be something that just it's not even humanly possible. Uh, I need challenging. You said something about being challenged earlier. I need some challenging. I don't. Relationships are boring if there is no challenge. I need somebody like now, like I'm, I'm getting ready to start the master program, and you know we have a, a daughter in college, and then we got a church. We have this podcast. For me, all I think is schedule, schedule, schedule. That's the screaming out at me right now. Schedule, schedule, schedule. I got everything perfectly written on paper. But the question is, am I going to be able to fulfill all that? And at the same time, I'm trying to write books and all of that. I need somebody going to tell, you know, hold my feet to the flyer and say, hey, look, hey, I need you to like get with it. What have you done today? You know what I'm saying? It ain't you being my mom. It's, I'm, I'm country, y'all. It's not you being my mom. I'm trying to talk better. It's not you being my mama. It's not you being controlling. It's just you saying, hey, look, I want to challenge you to be the best you today. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's a word that I use. And you say, I want you to get that out your vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you say, it's your daddy. I want it out of your vocabulary. And it's like, all right, I'm trying. You know, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been better at it. So challenging is... is <laughs> All right, let me move on. My list. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Another word, selfless. I need you to be selfless. Then you are. You know, I mean, you're my best friend. Like, you're not just my wife. You're my best friend. So we get to experience more on the friendship level, and we get the benefits of being married. But you know, you you more of a or just on the friendship level, best friend, and and we that's what brings life to our life. Because uh, it don't feel like a ball and chains. It, it feels like you're living with your friend. So uh, so it's selfless, uh, and you are selfless. Uh, I need someone with faith, and not just faith in God. I need someone with faith in me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two, I want faithfulness. You know, that doesn't mean perfectness. Just faithfulness, that you are committed, even on your worst day, to keep, you know, Keep pursuing the relationship. Keep believing in the relationship. Keep, you know, working on the things. And one of the things that helped you with this, I need forgiveness. I need someone that's forgiving. Somebody that ain't going to sit back and hold grudges, you know. Uh, I need I need someone to be merciful, you know. And these just relationships, people in my life. Merciful. Why? Because I'm not perfect, and I may offend you and don't even know that I offended you. May offend you, may not even be intentionally trying to offend you, but I don't need you to you know, criticize me or destroy my name because if I need you to be merciful, I need you to be gracious, which means I need you to extend grace. So my list could go really on and on. So you see how long it is. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but that's those are real things. Which, yeah. which, which. Now watch this. For those of the people that are just hearing this, and for every you, you already know these things, but this is technicality. We just going back over the list. You know, we you know this already, but. That also challenges me to be that. Yes. Not just to require that. Yes. These are not just the ingredients for me saying you got to be this for me. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't have these for someone else, <clears throat> then I'm being unreasonable in this request. Yeah. In my expectations, if if I say this is what it takes to be in my life, mm-hmm. I'm not talking to the other person first. I'm obvi- I'm automatically saying that's a mirror. This is who I am for you. 
That's a that's actually a mirror for you to evaluate yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's because it's easy to to put all of these things down for the other person, but then when it's it reflects back at you and it's like, yeah. okay, if I'm going to expect these things because you said reciprocity, then I have to be these things. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask you, you know, just off the cuff. Uh-oh. How how well would you evaluate yourself in on those, these things in those areas? Man. Do you think do you think you're doing a fabulous job? I'm not doing a bad job. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just tell you my things before you answer that question, because um, apparently either I didn't understand the assignment or I like to leave, you know, uh, I don't know. I only had four things. That's fine. (laughs) That's that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, (laughs) You're concise. Um, Some of these things may mean the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, I think it can encompass um, a lot of (laughs) what you said, actually. Uh, so mutual respect, which encompasses a lot. And I think that's the thing about, I guess, um, I didn't put a lot of rigidity into it because that's going to be defined within every relationship that that you're in. So, um, mutual respect, proper regard for one another based on the nature of the relationship, um, fair and realistic expectations, and then appropriately applied grace. And space for growth, mm. which encompasses a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah, see what I'm saying? You concise. You just gave my whole list in four words. <laughs> That's what makes us so different. That's what makes us works. so interesting. So, what was your question? I was asking you how you would evaluate how well you're doing right now in in the areas where you have expectation of other people in relationship on on those ingredients. I still I, I 100% expect this out of everybody. <laughs> I know you 100% Let me go ahead and put that I still 100% expect this out of Do everybody. Do you feel like you 100% give that in relationships? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I would say I'm about 90% loyal to everything that I just said. I would say that. <laughs> you making me laugh. But I'm serious. And I say that because these things really mean something to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to feel bad. I don't want people to feel like I'm not loyal. I don't want people to feel like that I'm not, you know, gracious. I don't want people to feel like I'm not merciful or forgiving. I don't want people to feel like I don't believe in them. Uh, I don't want people to feel like I'm not fair. I I definitely don't want people to feel like I'm just going to be this standby friend that's not going to challenge you to be better or great. Um... I'm not going to be a person who uh, not going to try to walk in maturity. And if nothing else, if I'm not mature as you need me to be, I am always developing in the area of maturity. I know that. Um, I try to have healthy communication and, and uh, you know, fair expectations. I try to love, trust, and understand. Uh, usually the trusting is what you make me think of you. Not really what I, I could start out up here and trust can be you, you can already have me. But then like the way you start treating me and the stuff you start showing me could, you know, either bring my trust levels down or eliminate my trust altogether. I think for I guess. OK, for you, for trust. And I'm, then I'm going to get off of you because I know we only have a couple minutes left. Um, <clears throat> but this is fun. Um, (laughs) But like for the trust one I guess I was thinking like You expect trustworthiness from the other person So it would be like 
for yourself, like, am I tr- as trustworthy as I expect the other person to be? Am, do, am I giving them someone that they can trust? Like I would expect them to give me someone that I can trust. Mm. That's the kind of the way I thought about it. Not how good are you at trusting somebody else, but how good are you at, at giving the other person someone who is trustworthy? Because that's, because that's your responsibility in it. You know what you see what I'm and, saying? Yeah, and, and I mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just, I mean, I put it like this. You can't grade, I guess I'm saying, you can't grade yourself on yeah, how it's well you hard. trust someone you, else based on them. You have to grade yourself on how trustworthy right. you are. But even that is challenging because you want to be truthful. And I, I want to say, yes, yes, you can trust me, you know, to the full extent. Even, because, like, just say, like, okay, just say, like, when we got ready to get married or when we were dating, I stood up. And I went on like an hour. And you were chasing me. Whatever. You was already on the couch. So you, you already caught. Me. Whatever. You was in the net. Anyway, and I got up <laughs> and I started telling you all the things that I know that was in me <clears throat> that could potentially hurt you. I, I didn't trust myself 100% because I knew who I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I said, well, here's the truth. Now you, I was you. If I was you, you can decide. I'm letting you decide what you want to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Because I couldn't guarantee you that I wasn't still that person. I had no relationships prior to those situations, you know, that proved that I was different. So I was like, all right, this is what I know about me. This has been my life experience. Do you still want to marry me? You know what I'm saying? You can say no. You walk out of here. I won't. I won't bother you again. You said yeah. So if when I say trust, I'm not saying I'm gonna be a perfect person. Yeah, no. That I'm just saying that you you don't have to worry about the truth from me because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Or yeah, that's it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna show you my flaws. I'm gonna show you. What can disappoint you? I'm going to show you what can hurt you about me so that you're, you don't have the wrong expectations of me up front. This I is, said expectations. This is, a, this is a good thing to bring to another conversation because I have plenty to say about that. <laughs> and it's not going to get it in, in a couple of minutes. But I think that's a good thing. That I think we should bring that to another conversation. Well, we got, we got, we got all, we no, got all week. No there's, no, there's no time today. We got all week, though. That's good. I'm saying we're coming back. Yeah, we can bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost the, the look you got in your eyes scared me. But anyway, don't be afraid. No, <laughs> no, it's just a conversation. No, your intellectual <laughs> stuff. That stuff that I can't understand is 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 showing through your eyes right now. We're just having a conversation. I know. <laughs> trust me. No, I don't. I do not. I do not at this point. I do not trust you right now. <laughs> I do not. Let's just go ahead and put that out. I don't trust her right now. I just don't. Something something is brewing. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it was just a question. But I, I, I think that it, yeah, I think we can bring it back to another conversation. I think it will flow with whatever else we're going to talk about this week. Give me, give me a hint. 
not 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 out of you know I ain't, I ain't really insecure about what you're saying. I just I just want to I want to hit to the audience. I mean, we got we can do a couple more minutes. Um, I think because trust is always going to be developing in relationships. Even if you say to me, you know, I have the potential to do X, Y, Z, because these are the things in my flesh. We all have potential in our flesh. Mm -hmm. But I think just because you, I don't think that you're you're trustworthy or you're telling me the truth just because you tell me the potential that you have to do things. If you are not actively trying to be, trying to be trustworthy in not living those things out. So it's like, if I tell you, okay, I have the potential to, um, you know, steal, you know, cheat on you and, you know, or if I have the potential to rob a bank. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right, you, right. you wouldn't expect me to to just be like, well, I told him that I had the potential to steal, so I'm just going to be, right. you know, snatching money out of his wallet <laughs> in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was truthful about it. I was honest up front. Yeah. I, but I'm not, you're not expecting me to have a whole other family over here and a boyfriend on the side because I told you, oh, I have the potential to be tempted. And you're, I'm not trustworthy because I told you up front that I have this potential and now I'm just living out all this potential. Right. But just because I'm honest with you about it doesn't mean that I'm trustworthy mm. because I told you that, I, you know what I'm saying? So you're, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, so. Because I'm still, I'm, 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 I'm actively choosing to be a thief. I'm just stealing. Yeah. And then when you're on the news because you had to come, you know, because I'm in the store with you and I walk out with you and I got, you know, this Apple AirTag that I've swiped in <laughs> my pocket and we're walking out of the store and we get caught and we're on the news. And now the church sees that their pastor's on the news because, but I was honest with you and I told you that I had potential to, to steal. So you're saying because I'm honest up front. Doesn't necessarily. I can see that. Doesn't give you. Permission doesn't necessarily mean that. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that's that's powerful. It doesn't mean that it gives you permission. That's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't mean you give permission, but it also. It doesn't mean that. Oh, it doesn't mean that you're trustworthy because you tell me what your potential issues are. Okay. You were truthful in that moment, but it doesn't mean that you are trustworthy because you're willing to. Because people expose their potential issues all the time, time yeah but they can still be the biggest you know not trustworthy yeah they can still yeah. be hiding yeah stuff and not being honest yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah it's not it's not really the same as yeah. being trustworthy mm. because you would if someone told you you know i have the potential for this this and this mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect them you wouldn't say oh i trust them even though they're actively carrying out all of the things that just because they were upfront with you about it yeah you would expect for them to be actively trying not to just carry out this life of crazy just because they were honest with you and said, hey, I have the potential to be this really rotten person. Well, we all have potential to be that because we live in a body of flesh. Got you. It's not really. That actually makes sense. I mean, I mean, mean, not that it's coming from you, so it definitely probably would make sense, but I just had to figure (laughs) out. I mean, because yeah. it makes sense. You know, I guess that's just my way of thinking. You know, uh, again, that's what I'm saying. Challenge, you know, to to bring you up to another level of thought because your thoughts are not final. If you're going to be in a relationship, your thoughts are not final. If somebody else 
yeah. has another set of thoughts and mindset. And so, like you just said, I mean, that's that's powerful. I mean, I never thought of it like that, but it makes perfect sense. If just because you're honest up front, you you may just be making an announcement. Right. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that you're trustworthy. That you're trustworthy. Yeah. yeah. You just may be on the sly <laughs> saying, uh, you know, are you are you willing to be, you know, are you willing to be clad? Because I'm bunny. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and 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 if so. Then say yes or no or check the box, maybe, whatever the case may be. But uh, believe, just just know that, that I'm bunny. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't say, you can't be truthful about certain things up front as, and then the person saying, okay, I, I under, because that's, you asked, um, I think on your list was mercy, you know what I'm saying, and grace. So if a person is showing grace in an area um, that you're truthful about up front, because that in relationships, we have to give grace because even if a person doesn't say, hey, I have the potential for this, this, and this, you have to know it's another human being. They have the potential to disappoint you. They have the potential to hurt you. They have the potential to do some really stupid, rotten things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if they don't say it up yeah. front, but you don't expect them yeah. to carry it out. And just because you say up front, I have the potential for X, Y, and Z, it's not me saying, okay, I'm going to walk into this relationship with you knowing that you have this potential is not me co-signing and saying, I'm willing to put up with it. Right. If wow. that's who you choose to, to wow. live your life out as. Wow. Me saying, okay, I'm going to show mercy and, and, and grace and, and enter into this understanding that, that because we all have something. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean that I'm saying, because you told me this and I still choose to be in a relationship with you. It doesn't mean that I'm willing to put up with mm-hmm. you being that way. And yeah. that's what, Sometimes people think, and that's why sometimes people feel like they don't have the, um, and I guess that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make, to, to kind of make that point is because sometimes people feel like they don't have the right to redefine or to move away from certain relationships yeah. because it's like, oh, well, I knew that this person was like this when I met them, but you didn't say, you didn't agree that you wanted to have put up with these things in a relationship. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I may show grace or I may show mercy, but it doesn't mean I'm saying, this is how, how I, live. I want to live in relationship yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. And I think some people take their own choices away by, by feeling like, wow, they don't have a choice later yep. in the relationship yep. because, oh, well, I should have said no up front. Mm. You, you still have the, Ability, because you're supposed to grow and develop, and I mm-hmm. think all of that was in your your thing. You grow, develop, mature. You shouldn't be still at the point of, oh, this, this is, is who, who I, I was yeah, twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay, well, that was twenty years ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. If growth and development and all of those things are, are part, in, of, are your, part yeah. of what you expect, then That's you should good. be doing those things so that now it's twenty years later. And you're, you're not, still doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I, I ain't no argument here. That's true. Because then, like, you're not really giving a person, because you're saying trust, but trust is based on most of your list. And, again, your list really reveals what's in your heart first So and your character. Yeah. But this is who you are first. Before you can require from other people, you need to require it of yourself. Right. So if you can require this of yourself and you can actually say you're doing this, then... Now when we get to trust, 
Then development and maturity says, okay, this is how I started out with you. But this is not where I am 20 years later. That's really good. Yeah. That's very good. So, it it, like you said, it doesn't give you an excuse. I'm glad we brought that out. We, we needed to keep talking because I didn't want to end it like that. I wanted people to understand what it is you coming from because that's, it's, a, it's a clear picture, number one. And, again, I say this to our audience because we are husband and wife. And we have these conversations on a regular basis. And just yeah, and most of y'all that's watching me on YouTube seeing how shook I was when she said we were <laughs> <laughs> We'll bring it back the next I the just next, didn't want to extend the, the next show. Time. No, it's fine. It's 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 our show. We can we could go as long as we want. You know, we pay for this. You know, we you know, we good. You know, we good. But but the point of the matter is I do think that's really big. And I think we'll talk about trust. All, all, I, I, we're gonna come back with the with the rest of this, you know, this week. We're gonna be here, every, you know, at least three or four times this week to to give podcasts because I want to keep the conversation going. One, and I need to get to, to episode ten so we can end the season. And uh, I, I and I think we're just gonna end it on relationships. It's really, really important uh, for us and stick with this process because at the end of the day, we're gonna even we're gonna end the. The, the the last episode and talking about how to recover yourself by by, by grieving and letting go the wrong relationships. Now that's going to be a great conversation between us because we know we've had to let go many 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 people <coughs> in our life that we really love mm-hmm. and just they just didn't have the capacity or right. made the choice not to love us or maybe they loved us they just wasn't good for us but we had to just let go and sometimes people think that because you love somebody again they make you feel like okay we oh you you didn't have anybody when i got you you didn't have any friends you didn't have anybody that loved you people were you were rejected remember that always remember you've been mm-hmm. rejected so i'm the one that came and i was a superhero and i saved you you know and then they go from trying to save you to trying to control you, control you. and yeah. that's just. And when you don't, when you grow out of, when you, when they save you, they don't realize there's a healing that takes place. Well, if God does the healing in my heart, then God gets to take me to the next level. And if you don't want me to go to the next level because you think I owe you something, mm-hmm. if I take my good self and I gotta pay you back yeah. for what you've given me, then the relationship probably about the end. Yeah, it's just probably about the end. Because I've never been the person who 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 just did what somebody wanted me to do, I just because, <laughs> <laughs> just because they want me to do it. Let us get out of here, because she she acted up. Let's get out of here. Yeah. All right, y'all, come on back next 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 uh next the next day, next two days, whatever the case may be. <laughs> I, I, she got me shook, y'all. She got me shook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, don't forget you can follow us on social media at the Apostles Corner to keep up with what's going on here. And of course, opportunities to join us for live events on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Of course, you can share this podcast with your friends and ask them to join our community on these audio podcast platforms. Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And don't forget, you can also join me every Sunday on Facebook and YouTube at Generations Church. That's G-E-N, the, I'm sorry, G-E-N-E-R, the number 8-I-O-N-S, Church. Well, you can feel free to join us in person at 9644 
Mummel Boulevard in North Little Rock, Arkansas, 72113. Thank you, Dr. Kim, for joining us. Dr. Kim will be back the rest of the week. It's going to be on and popping. Hey, listen, come on back, all right? <laughs>